Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are still married to the games. Episode 181. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo with Tim Router. Yes, sir. And introducing... The man with the most AKAs outside this podcast. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we got you, boy, Chris McCracken, a.k.a. BreadFed35, a.k.a. Uncle BreadFed, a.k.a. Hypezy Waterby, a.k.a. Runner the YouTube channel, a.k.a. New member of the podcast. Y'all give it up for Chris McCracken. How you doing, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. No My bad. <laughs> <laughs> the dang plug came undone. Good lord. This is, I'm going to be the most MTGG oops guy ever. Oh, my God. That oh, is I incredible. I know you're laughing your head off right now, Ed. Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Cut. Give me a break. Incredible. Oh, no. no, that was That was amazing. Please. You don't get no, I'm not gonna be able to do an intro that good again. No, a, no, no, no. That's it. Oh keep rolling. My gosh. Keep, I love you guys. We keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving. Keep it moving. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Release McCracken. <laughs> oh gosh. So, all right. Chris McCracken is here. I'm we glad think. I can bring that for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody breathe. Oh everybody breathe. Oh my gosh. I love that um now when Chris leaves the show, they're going to be like, "What's your favorite McCracken moment?" Ah, <laughs> like, "Oh, the first episode there he was on when uh he didn't uh, know how to be on the podcast." Oh, that was incredible. That's some amazing first-timer oh, stuff. My, right my favorite bread fan moment was when he realized, uh, he's not cut out for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, God. It is all good, brother. All good. So, um, in the absence of Timothy Hall, we are bringing on two guys because, I mean, that's, the, that's, that's how big of a part of the show timothy hall is he leaves you need two people to replace oh him. yeah how much of a hole and would get a fill exactly hey, there you go and, and so now uh we are we have gone outside of the state of tennessee and yeah. we're in texas now yeah we are in the great state of Dallas, Texas. texas dfw and, <laughs> so what's cool about chris chris has been listening for a long time uh you guys have seen him on the youtube channel he's one third of the that team over there and uh and so you've kind of met him already, but we wanted to bring him on here by himself. And then we'll have Ed on next week. So we're going to be going Texas, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee. We'll be the trifecta. We're going nationwide, baby. Because uh, it's on your side. You know what well, I mean? Well, there you go. And, uh, Mary and to so, the Games Podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This, this one started really rough. Uh, Chris McCracken is fired. <laughs> what the heck am I gonna do? <laughs> so, this is fun. Uh, we want we wanted to give Chris the opportunity to come on and introduce himself to everybody because we know that everybody that listens to the podcast doesn't listen doesn't watch the YouTube videos, obviously. And so um, we were like, I think Router had the great idea because we knew that Chris and Ed were going to be a part of the show, and uh, I was over at 
routers for Piper's birthday. And I can actually call you Tim now because there's not another Tim, but yeah, I think I'll stick with routers. Yeah, stick with routers. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, um, but uh, I was over there and I was like, man, how do you want to do this? How do you want to intro these guys to the show? And we talked about taking a couple weeks off and it just being me and Router. And, uh, and Router was like, why don't we have them on one at a time so they can kind of introduce themselves and then we'll hit it up with all four of us in the middle of the month. And I was like, I like it. Yep. So that's what we're doing, man. And we're here and we're, we're podcasting with Chris McCracken. So Chris. Yes, sir. <clears throat> tell these people about yourself and like in, in your journey in the MTTG family. So I don't know the, what number it was I started listening, but it was a little bit before the inception of the forums on the website. Mm -hmm. And so I, I feel like that was somewhere around the 30s. Uh, I think so. Yeah, regardless, I, right. I, I was one of the many people that you've had in the community that went back to episode one and listened all the way, caught up on all the ones that I hadn't heard. And then obviously nice. I haven't missed a show since then. Uh, I went to Married to the Games 100. Yes, in you Nashville, did. Mm -hmm. Which was my first. Yeah, you did. Not only was my first trip to Nashville, but it was my first time ever driving that far because we drove from Dallas, Texas, all the way out there. That's <laughs> what fifteen hours. It was twelve. Oh, okay, that's not bad. That's Wait, a long way. It doesn't way. seem bad. What somebody drives up to that's New York, long. but <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. I've never driven more than three and a half hours. Actually, being the one driving where I can't, you know, go to sleep. <laughs> yep. So it was a little bit crazy, but I made it through. And now, when I drive, because uh, my wife is from Oklahoma, and we go up there periodically and that's only three hours just like man this ain't nothing i drove for 12 hours once <laughs> that's both right. ways. you're a road you're a road warrior now exactly exactly because you've driven there and back yeah yes i have and it was great man when we we met you and stacy it was at the 100 that was just it was so much fun it was very cool yeah it was that was definitely a big highlight and stacy so stacy didn't really and even to this day doesn't really listen to podcasts but she listens to married to the games and it was all hey, kind of stemming from episode 100. That's so she cool. She went, she met the people. She's like, wow, I don't really play video games other than Candy Crush, but these people are great. <laughs> no, she played something else, didn't she? Was it Candy Crush? Was that the only one on her phone she played? She I plays. Felt like she played like Farmville she plays, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she plays this one called, I think it's called Heyday. Oh, it's, that's right. It's that's something it like Farmville that's, where you've, you build right. stuff and. And she was one of the few uh, ladies that wrote into the show. Remember, we asked a long time ago, if you play mobile games, do you consider yourself a gamer? Yes. And she was she she wrote in and was like, you know what? I'm the I'm I think that's what she really officially introduced herself on Twitter. She was like, I'm Mrs. Breadfan 35. That's right. And and she was like, actually, and I play mobile she did games. it on uh, she did it on the forum because I, and I didn't even know. So I'm just that's walking. right. Yeah, because I, I at work, I'll go and walk sometimes, like just in the middle of the day to get some steps in or whatever. Now that I have a Fitbit and I'm one of those people. Nice. Um, and uh, I was just walking, listening to the podcast, and it says, from Mrs. Breadfan35. I'm like, what? <laughs> I had yeah. no clue she'd even done that. So she totally surprised me with that. Yeah, she totally said she was a gamer. She was like, I'm a gamer because I play Heyday and I play Candy Crush and me and my people at work sit around and talk about it. And I was like, ah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, there yep. it is. Can't argue with that. No, you cannot. So you uh, you started listening somewhere in the 30s, you think. And what I love about Chris is that Chris said he was really excited when we started the forum because he was like, oh, I can just be Chris on the forum. Yeah. Like, I don't have to be <laughs> yes. a, a weird name with some numbers. Yeah, because <laughs> I've been a part of many different forums for all kinds of different subjects, you know, throughout my Internet career, so to speak. And I was like, you know, I don't want to sign up for another forum and have another login and thing I got to remember. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. 
some schmo like a year from now is gonna be like Chris two five eight seven three, and I'm just gonna be the OG Chris. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I love OG. It. So Chris, what um, how long have you been gaming then? So like, give us some of your gaming history then too. So. I have been gaming since NES. That was my first console. I got it when I was five years old. And I've had a console every, like my entire life since then. Um, I had an NES. I had an SNES. I had a Nintendo 64. I had a Sega Genesis. I had a TurboGrafx-16. Mm, and then wow. I had... That's where it kind that's, of... I narrowed that's my the name of Kanye's new album, you know. Kanye said his new album is going to be yeah. called the Turbo Graphics 16. I know, I saw that. <laughs> oh, Lord. I was like, oh, gosh, he's an idiot. Yes, he is. Oh, like, man, no one is going to change 25 times before the actual album comes out. Yes. And uh, so after that, I had a PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and now I have a PS4 and an Xbox One. Nice. Mm-hmm. Man, so, you pretty much have going through the history of video game consoles right there. That's awesome. Yeah, the only one I think I didn't touch was the Sega Saturn and the Sega or the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. And I didn't I never owned an Atari either. I had friends that had like 26 and everything back in the day, but I never owned an Atari. And you didn't have the regular the I mean the original Sega either, right? No, yeah, I didn't have the Master System either. Mhm. That's awesome, man. What was uh, Okay, so favorite game of all time? Favorite Ooh, gosh, game of all time. No, 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 this, is an, this is an interview, pops. Here we go. Let's do this. <laughs> that's that's Metal easy. Gear. Metal Gear Solid. Metal nice. Gear Solid. Metal I knew Solid. it. Easy. So the you're for me. you're are you more of an RPG action adventure open world kind of a guy? That's a lot of cover. Th- <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> I did kind of run the gamut, like a but JRPG it's all action adventure role playing, pick your own adventure, telltale, episodic. <laughs> type first person shooter kind of guy that likes to choose his own adventure yes um yeah no honestly at least nowadays i would say the game type that i gravitate mostly or that i've played the most in my free time is uh shooters like first person shooter games okay um but that's mainly because so there in between all those consoles that i had between ps2 and ps3 i took about a three to four year kind of hiatus from gaming. So my PS2 about 2002, I kind of stopped playing. I still had it and I would turn it on every now and then, but I didn't really touch it very much after that. And then Why'd I didn't you stop a, playing? I just kind of started getting interested in different things. I'd always played games and it wasn't like I thought, okay, I'm consciously going to stop playing games because I don't like these anymore. But I, I got into a lot of other things. I was really into uh, car racing, drag racing. I had oh, a Mustang nice. that I was working on, and I was building up, and I was going to races every weekend and doing. Shut up! That's like amazing. That kind of culture. Yeah, I beat a couple Mustangs. Just saying. Yeah, they were probably V six or a four cylinder from back in the day. I'm just saying. Don't worry about what they were. <laughs> <laughs> just know they got beat. Yeah. So I got really into that for a while, and then PS3 came out, and I wanted to get one, but I didn't have six hundred dollars. To pay for a PS3. <laughs> I know that's right. So I ended up waiting, and the game that got me back into that I purchased my console to start playing was Call of Duty. Wow. Yeah, I was, one, I was one of those guys. Yeah, that's played, awesome, though. Yeah, bro. I played yeah, bro. Modern Call Warfare Duty, 1, or it was just called Modern Warfare. And I was like, wow, this game is amazing. And then when Modern Warfare 2 came out, I was like, I've got I've to finally get a PS3. And by that time, the Slim had come out. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. It was like, okay, and they dropped the price. I was like, the time is right. I'm going to get one. And I bought Modern Warfare 2. And when I played Modern Warfare 1, I didn't even know they had a multiplayer. So when I played no Modern way. Warfare 2, and there's like, multiplayer? What's this? And I got hooked on nice. that. <laughs> I put so many hours into that game, and I just got hook, line, and sinker. I was a first-person shooter guy. Wow, that's awesome. That is so funny. But I like to play... You know, a lot of different things. I like the third person open world stuff. I like the more narrative things. I like the stuff like Telltale, choose your own adventure, kind of make different choices. I like a little bit of everything. I remember there uh, you go. Uh, when Destiny came out, you just ran with that. You were always oh up gosh. there doing your thing. And, and I know we had talked about it on the podcast quite a bit, too, that that was like your next, you know, big first person shooter that you were just all in with and probably still are, if I can assume. No, I actually kind of fell off of Destiny. Did you? Did you? Which is crazy yeah, because... Star Wars stole his heart. Say that again? I was saying Star Wars kind of stole your heart a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it did. Oh, I, nice. Star Wars Battlefront was definitely something that I picked up after I kind of decided I was going to walk away from Destiny, at least for a while. I may, you know, come back a little bit later on. I'm, did you play Taken never. King? I did play Taken King. I actually played through this, the campaign of Taken King. It's on the Marriage of the Games YouTube channel. Of course. <laughs> but yeah i played taken king um but taken king when it came in they implemented a bunch of they changed a bunch of stuff with the game which for people who are mmo people they're like oh that happens all the time and yeah i get that but i'm not an mmo guy and i didn't like some of the right. stuff they changed so i was like yeah right. you know i'm gonna take this time to take a break and i'm gonna go play some other stuff there you go but yeah i put a lot and i mean a ridiculous amount of hours into destiny so <laughs> That's awesome, That's awesome, man. Okay, where where are you living and what are you doing? I live in DFW. That's Dallas Fort Worth for somebody if, if for some weird reason you don't know where that is because you know <laughs> Texas is the center of the world. And why do you guys least. call it the same thing? It's two different cities. Why not say I live in Dallas? Well, I, I don't. I live in technically Fort Worth, but that's why I don't. Oh, why not just Dallas. say you live in Fort Worth? <laughs> well, because it's just it's one big metroplex, and DFW Airport's right in the center, and everything happens. A lot of things happen in both areas. Penny people in Fort Worth go to Dallas to do stuff, and people in Dallas come to Fort Worth to do stuff. And then you get I those people you. that are like, "No, I hate that other city." Right. But most of it, there's a lot of crossover, so people just refer to it as DFW because. You're going sure. all over the place. Just call it interesting. Just call it Fort Dallas. Just make life easy for everybody. That actually would be pretty good. I should call it Fort Dallas. Yeah, man, I live in Fort Dallas. <laughs> and then they yeah, shoot I like you. that better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So you live in Dallas, DFW. I do. Uh, and good. I was gonna say my job. Uh, so I do full time video production. And mm-hmm. I do it for a retail company. So I'm not out making movies. <laughs> I wish I was making movies. That'd be really cool. <laughs> That'd be but, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Uh, I make product videos. I make training videos. I like for do, the internet or for television? Yeah. So um, I work for the Container Store, which is a retail company. It's a U.S.-based retail company. And on our website, we have a lot of different product videos. And probably about 90% of them. I have me and my partner. There's only two of us on the team that does the actual shooting and editing. We have shot about 90% of the videos that you would see on that website. And then internally, we also do pretty much all of the training videos. And we also have, we're really big about our culture at the container store. And so we do a lot of photography of our different events and fun events and things that we do because we like to have a lot of fun and we like to party. 
So we like to really promote our culture. And so we use that to promote things. So you do both consumer and like you're on the consumer and corporate level. You kind of do both. Yes. That's amazing. That's awesome. Well, if you guys, if you guys need a black hand model, <laughs> I know somebody exactly. that knows somebody. Hey, we, we, have, we have somebody for you. Yeah, on that. that's done it in the past. That has some experience. Has I, some I will black totally hand model experience. <laughs> <laughs> I got black hand model experience. That's right. so. How many years Just, of black hand model experience have you had, sir? Oh, well, that's not enough. <laughs> Next. How am I ever supposed to get any work? Everybody wants me to have experience. I just got out of school. <laughs> oh, oh, that is gosh. so awesome. It was, and uh, uh, that's kind of why it was, it was such a nice natural progression to, to bring you on, Chris, to do the YouTube stuff. Anyway, you're, you live in video. You know, this, this was an easy setup. If, if it was up to Hall and me, we like we still haven't put a, a, a which let's play it, which it was up together. to him and Hall for two and a half years. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't do squat with it. So and I, I, you yeah. know, I don't have any of that stuff. I don't really know how it. I'm sure it's easy to set up. I just have never set it up. And and I do all my gaming at five o'clock in the morning, so I kind of can't be loud and and wake everybody up either. So it was just and Hall's kind of the same way. So yeah. it, I mean, this was this was beautiful having you come on, knowing full well that you could take care of all the video editing, doing everything, posting it on YouTube. Boom, 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 we're done. So that, mm-hmm. it, that's that's awesome. Yeah, it definitely you gotta love helps when out it works that out. I. <laughs> I mean, I edit video basically for a living, so I yes, mean, it's it's easy to just transition right into editing a video game and editing video. It's it's kind of yep. the same principle. What are you playing right now, Chris? I am playing. Well, a, co- a couple of different things. Um, I played through uh, The Walking Dead, the Michonne miniseries, the first episode. Oh, oh how did you it? like it? It was, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I will say I'm, I've kind of tired a little bit of Telltale in general, just because I feel like they're putting out way too much stuff. And I was kind of like, ah, you know, but I've always enjoyed The Walking Dead series out of all the ones that I've played. And I haven't played everything. I haven't played uh, The Wolf Among Us. I never played that. Oh, it's great. Oh, I didn't play play Tales from the Borderlands either because I watched it and I was like, well, you know, I feel like I would just make the same decisions or those would be imprinted in my mind, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason I didn't play that one, even though it was highly recommended by a lot of people. Yep. Um, But the Walking Dead series was the first Telltale game I played and I've just stuck with that series. I've really enjoyed it. And the Michonne miniseries is really cool too. It's, if you remember between season one and season two, they had the 400 days, I think it was. Yeah. Yep. It it kind yep. of feels similar to that, except it's a little more focused because it's Michonne and she's a known character and everybody kind of already has a preconceived notion as to what you're going to be getting into with her. Yeah. Yep. Right. But it's it's really cool so far. I, I've enjoyed the first episode and it was a lot of fun. I, I think there's going to be three total, so I'm not sure when they're supposed to drop, but I'm looking forward to them. Sick. That's and then awesome. other than that, I played. Um, so one of my favorite games to just play pick up and play any any old time is a uh, runner two. And they recently oh, released yes, that now. for the PlayStation four. It yep. was on PS three. It was on Vita as well as I think it's on, it's on PC and Mac. I believe I don't think it's on Xbox, at least not runner two. It might be, but uh, I have it on PlayStation three and Vita. So when they announced that they were going to bring it to PlayStation four, I was like, Oh, I got to play that. And I played the first, there's different worlds that you unlock on the world on the map. And the first world is called the Welkin Wonderland, and I I played through that and recorded that for the Major the Games YouTube channel as well. It's so awesome. Yeah, that's the bit trip stuff, right? Bit trip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So do you you kind of bounce from game to game, or do you do you like to finish one game and then start a next, or you kind of you juggle them? Uh, I don't have a problem juggling them, but it really kind of depends on what the game is. So yeah. 
the the other game that I've been playing lately as well is Metal Gear Solid Five. Nice. And the oh, main yeah. reason for that is well, I actually I picked it up when it first came out, and I was playing through it and pretty shortly after it came out, um, AC Syndicate came out, and I was playing both of those. And that kind of broke me. It's like, wow, two big open world yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm struggling to keep up with both of these. So that I would drive put, me insane. Exactly. So I put Metal Gear Solid, you know, on the shelf for a little while, finished out AC Syndicate, and I'm just kind of getting back into Metal Gear Solid now. I've been playing it, I would say, start about middle of January. I started p- playing it again. Nice. Did you yeah, like nice. Syndicate? I you can be honest. It's all good. I, I am the I am the token um, Assassin's Creed guy anyway. So so it's totally a safe fine place, if you don't Chris. Like it. It's a safe place. So here's here's the deal. Uh, the, the my first AC game was Black Flag. I had never played an AC game before that. Oh wow! Okay. Absolutely loved Black Flag. Yep, it me was too. amazing. Like for instance, the, there was a trophy that you could get where uh, if you fully upgrade the Jackdaw, it's supposed to pop a trophy. That trophy never popped for me, even though I fully upgraded that ship. Oh, no. If huh. that po- trophy had popped, I probably would have gone for the Platinum. I mean, that's how much I enjoyed the game. Nice. That was a good so one, man. I loved that game. but And so when Syndicate came around, I didn't jump on to Unity because I was playing some other things. And then, you know, just through word of mouth kind of stuff, I heard, well, it's got some problems. I'll wait till the problems get worked out. And then by that time, there were so many other things to play. And I just never played Unity. Yep. Uh, and then Syndicate came out. The idea of the setting seemed cool. The twins seemed cool. So I was like, all right, I'm going to jump on this. Plus, it was another game we could put on the channel. And I started playing it, and I enjoyed the characters. I love Evie uh, and Jacob Fry. And again, I like the setting. The controls just killed me in that game. Really? Yeah, and mm. I know Ed didn't have a problem with this. Yeah, I didn't he, either. He was, and, and yeah, and I know that you didn't have much of an issue with it. But the controls, I mean, I was just... Oh, it just beat me down. It Some really of the, fr- the the free run has always been an issue for me. I'm just kind of used to it, and I'm kind of I just I get into that mode because I've I've been doing Assassin's Creed since Brotherhood, so you just kind of get used to it, and you kind of yeah. just for me you just kind of suck it up and and deal with it, and you kind of adapt your gameplay and your strategy that way. But yeah, man, it, it, this is fun. Like I I love the fact that that you you've been playing a lot of the the same games and and you have a totally different opinion of them. Because uh, Syndicate for me, I platinum. I it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite games now. Like it's just it's just funny that it's we have two ta- two different uh, opinions of it, which is really cool. So and, that's interesting. Yeah, it, honestly, it was only the control issue. Because again, yeah. like I said, I like story and everything. I hated driving the the buggies or the carts, whatever. Uh, that, that was, that was horrible. Yeah. Um, but I did. Li- I loved the harpoon. I'm hoping that they stick with that thing. That thing was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty amazing that's a really good step forward so yeah i really liked that so i didn't hate the game entirely i just didn't li- like that little part of it that's awesome yeah there you go that's really nice cool. chris mccracken chris mccracken and how uh, how long have you been married to stacy this july will be six years beautiful i made it nice. easy on myself we got married in 2010 so i just have to look at what year are we yeah. in okay that's how many years we'll have been married. nice i love that that's great man you make that easy on yourself that's funny you are definitely married to the games brother that's awesome that's true router yeah what's buddy what's been going on with you doc man you know just doing the same old same old uh let's see so I've had I have a i have an allergy update for you i went back and Uh-oh. saw saw my uh, ent and uh, polyps are starting to come back again. <laughs> what? No! Yes. What? How does that work? After, okay, so basically I am, to quote him, like, 
chemically and biologically prone to polyps in my nose. They're not made. It's not major. It's not anything like it. It was when I had my surgery back in the end of September. He said, this is completely manageable. It's one it's of just, your powers. It's like I told, I keep telling you that it's one of my powers. <laughs> it's my polyp it's one power. Of the tiger claw powers. Oh my, my gosh. Tiger claw polyp power. So, um, <laughs> So here's what it used to be like, just I could like after my surgery, I mean, I still feel great. That's the thing. Like it's not, a, it doesn't affect me in any way. They're just little growths in there and it's nothing. They're not like huge. They're not blocking my sense of smell or taste. Like I still feel just as great as I did when I came out of surgery. But right. um, <clears throat> basically we just have to kind of be on top of them. So after the surgery, all I was doing was just uh, no sprays. Now what I have to do is oh no I have I have a go up in there with a stick it's an injection it's an injection but it's got this no. like it has this foam mister on top that you attack so I look like I'm a heroin addict with all these like <laughs> injectors everywhere right <laughs> so I come like I had to buy these online at some medical uh, place it's they're like five bucks each I've got like ten <laughs> of them out of China. And what'd you say? A black market China, (laughs) some China website. Yeah. So, and basically I have to take these little vials, put the injection, the syringe in it, and then, uh, and then shoot it up my nose now. So that's my life. So I just started it, uh, like today and I got it all up in my nose and I was like, it, it took a little while to get get used to because I'm using a <laughs> syringe for crying out loud, like a crackhead. It's like the first time you watch somebody put a contact in. <laughs> it's they're a, just uh, struggling. Uh, they're like, uh, oh, try not to poke themselves in the eyeball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so so that's but fun. I, I figured I got to, to learn that today or this past week. So that's that's been great. But it's like I said, it's totally manageable. I have to see him like I just have to see my ENT guy in the next six weeks and we'll just keep an update on it. But it's not really like, I haven't had any allergy attacks. No, like no major so issues. How often do you have to do that though? Every day. Yeah. Every day. Just like once of, a day though. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Like it's what it's like, you get the, these tiny vials. They come in like these, this big pack. And like the good thing about it is this is not expensive. Like the prescription for these little vials uh, is is dirt cheap and the syringes are really are the ones that really cost more and, and i can use them multiple times i don't just like throw them away or anything so right. it's just it's really weird it's just i feel like why do i have all these syringes here and you how know, far do you have to put it up your nose no, no, they, it's there's an attachment on the syringe that it's like in the shape of it's a foam pyramid and basically that foam goes up like you put you put oh, it up gotcha. your nose and then you just inject it, it it's kind of like when i would yeah use this saline solution <laughs> to flush my nose back in the day. So yes. I'm, u- I'm used to it being the nose guy that I am. I'm, I'm used to all this stuff, but it's just another <laughs> weird thing that of course I have to pick up. So, um, yeah, so that's a, that's every day for the rest of your life. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I, we'll oh, see, geez. like we're just going to keep monitoring it, but like from here on out, that's what I do. So is it supposed to just suppress symptoms or is it supposed to prevent it's, new polyps it, from forming? It's, it's bued. Budisonin or something like that. It's a it's a higher concentrated level of what Flonase is. Mm-hmm. So uh. what, it's it's a steroid. It's a it's a mini steroid, and it, think of it kind of like a weed eater. Like like it will it will if there's polyps, it will like slowly start to attack them and and grind them down and and not grind them down, but you know, like it'll it'll start to. <laughs> to make them fade out. Hopefully that's, that's the goal. He said, it's like I, scrubbing bubbles. Exactly. <laughs> we just spray it on. It's supposed it's to just like clean the, the tub. Bubbles. Exactly. It's supposed to clean the tub by itself. <laughs> Nose scrubbing bubbles. Nose scrubbing bubbles. Title of the episode right here. Anywho. Um, yeah. Wow. So 
It, so my ENT said back in the day, if we didn't have these type of medications, I would have basically had to have had the surgery again if it got worse. So thank God we're not at that that point. Yeah. So exactly. there, there's medicine for it. It's it, it can be medically treated. It's just weird that of course it's weird and funny that of course I'm pro- slat I'm quote chemically and biologically prone to polyps in my nose. Yeah, you're a mutant. So I yeah, mean, so what that, that is my superpower, and I'm happy to share it with all of you. Some people self heal. <laughs> Some people self harm. I grow polyps. That's yeah, exactly. what I do. <laughs> in my, in my nose. doesn't like your nose. Yeah. Exactly. He runs around the corner whenever they're robbing a bank, says, polyp power, and shoots <laughs> polyp at them. Yeah, it's a polyp. Shoot. That's right. It's very sticky. It's shoot great. A polyp. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. It's like, when the, it's like when the guys trip on the marbles in Home Alone. That's, see, that's it's me. Like that kind of thing. That's yeah. right. That's me. Well, I'm glad you're protecting Franklin. That's right. So other I feel than- so much safer living close to you now. <laughs> you should be, man. You know that neighborhood watch? It's polyp watch, baby. That's just you. Yeah, it's just me. It's just me. Polyp patrol. (laughs) It's exactly right. So anywho, uh, let's see what else has happened. Um, So I watched the Oscars. Well, I watched the tail end of the Oscars. Finally, Leo gets his his, uh, Academy Award. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. That way we can stop talking about it. Uh, (laughs) I thought Chris Rock did a really good job. I mean, he hit it pretty head head on. So I thought he was pretty I think that was the first thing out of his mouth, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, they they didn't hold anything back, which I, I like that, you know, and, and exactly. he did, I think he did a really good job. So I was I was pretty impressed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is going on? I went and voted in the Republican primaries in Tennessee. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yes, I am a Super registered Tuesday. Republican and I did not vote for Trump. And oh. hey, good on you. And I uh, I am really scared for this election because I, <laughs> if things keep going the way this is going, I am probably going to have to end up voting for Hillary. <laughs> it, it's awesome. crazy because it's just it looks like it's going to be just two trains just going to crash. Like, yeah, there's it, just a big accident. I don't know what to do here. And I'm not. <laughs> let me let's make this clear. I am in no way a huge political person at all. I, I honestly right. I don't I hate politics. I'm not a fan. I'm like, I don't but know. What, what's that? But you vote. Like, of you course, want your, man. That's you know, your you civic duty. You as like. an, it's your civic duty as an American citizen to vote. So, of course. See, I don't complain and I've never voted. I know. So it goes so perfectly. You've never together. voted. Nope. I've never voted. No. Yeah. Wow. So we need to get we're I'm on the campaign. Well, maybe not this election year, but I'm on the I'm on the campaign trail to get Gabe to register to vote and then to vote. <laughs> I've probably registered. No, I had I'm to sure register because I probably thought at one point that I was going to. I just haven't liked anybody enough oh, to want to. Trust me, dude. I don't either. But you still should do it because it's, <laughs> it's one of those the things shiniest like, of whichever turn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, oh, that turns pretty shiny. Yeah, it's just like, uh, whatever. But and, anyway, and I think like a, a part of me doesn't like how um, how emotional people are about it. Oh, yeah. That people can get fired up about it. Oh, man. People are serious about this thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it is a big deal. Does yeah, it, I mean, it can have very serious implications. Sure. Potentially. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Has it really in the past? Not so much, because to me, a lot of the politicians, they do all the same stuff. The problem the, the problem my whole thing is, you know, you're, you're, everyone's out kind of slinging mud at everybody because they're trying to get ahead of one another. Meanwhile, right. when you do become president, you have to go back to all of those same people and try and work together to build legislation. <laughs> and I, know, to, I don't know how they do it. So, like, uh, I'll give you an example. And, you know, if you support Trump, that's totally fine. But, like, because I, uh, for, uh, for a long time, I'm like, you know, this guy's got a lot 
uh, you know, to yeah, say. I think sure. it could be something interesting. But here's here's one thing to consider. The guy can't even apologize to Megyn Kelly, who's a Fox correspondent, right? They went back. They had a Twitter battle back and forth, <sighs> right? If you're president, like, you have to go. You're going to end up going back and 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 talking with her anyway. So you're you're uh, already burning bridges before you're even president. And everybody's asleep now, so I'm going to move on. I've been playing the mess out of Far Cry Primal, and it is Far freaking Cry. fantastic, is it awesome? people. It is awesome. Like it is. It's not. Is it like run out and get it good? I, I, it, do you, did you like Far Cry Four? Heck yeah. Okay, go get it. It's it. It is not. <laughs> it, it's not anything. I, I, it's not anything like hugely progressive. It's not a massive step up from Far Cry Four. It's kind sure. of like. It's like a, it's not, it's a sidestep because it's got a lot of the same elements, but there's even cooler things in it that, that maybe Far Cry 4 could have had, or maybe was missing, but this kind of fulfills it. I just like the primitive nature of it all. It's just awesome. Is it? So so I'm, I'm sitting there. I've finally got my, uh, my beast taming skills. So I like class, like the, the randomness of everything is so awesome. I had a Jaguar. As a partner, I tamed the jaguar. jaguar. A jaguar. <laughs> he's run. He's running along with me. Next thing you know, a saber tooth tiger comes out. My jaguar goes after him. Saber tooth tiger kills the jaguar. I end up taming the saber tooth tiger. So now no the saber tooth tiger's with me. So you so, upgraded. Sick. So I upgraded, and then I skinned, yeah. and then I skinned and got all the resources from the from my friendly jaguar that I had before. So you said, "Hey, I'm sorry you lost that fight. Can I make a jacket out of you?" Exactly. There is, your an, fur is there is an actual trophy. That I looked up and I just got this morning where you befriend a, a beast, then kill it, and that's your trophy. So it, it's like, it's called Backstabber or something like that. I was going to say, it's got to be called Backstabber yeah, or something, right? it's something yeah. like that. I can't remember what it was, but it's, it's something to that effect. I'm like, oh, so I'm like, well, I got to try this. I but, wonder what PETA has to say about this game. Oh, who cares? They always come out and say something <laughs> when there's an animal in the game. They're going to say something about everything. Yeah, Digital like, animals I don't know about have rights. Digital <laughs> animals have rights. That's exactly right. I don't right. know about this frogger. <laughs> but what's he jumping in the street for? <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be my game up until, uh, uh, probably until Uncharted 4, because it, it, the map is huge. Like, I'm, I haven't even scratched the service, and, but I'm, I'm getting into that groove now. Like, I call it my Far Cry groove because it happens with every Far Cry. Like, you start off a little rusty, blah, blah, blah. But now, like, I'm going in and I'm, I'm getting, I'm going to the different fortresses. And now you can, like, I'm getting the, the sneak attack XP because, uh, you know, I, I was stealth, you know, I did stealth. And it's just, you get in that groove and now I'm just, I just want to keep playing and just keep playing. What and I liked about so it from fun. the onset what I liked about when I saw the commercial, um, it looks like I always use the bow and arrow anyway. Me too. And so I'm like, heck yeah, bow and arrow. We can do this. Yep. No, it's, it's really cool. But you, like you get, uh, you have bow and arrow club, a spear, all of which you can craft. And then you get, um, you can get meat. Like as you, uh, you know, kill and skin, you'll get meat and that meat you use to tame your beasts. And then you also have this little, it's, it's like a bee bomb where it's like a, <laughs> like a, like you throw a hive. It's, just, it's like a hive of bees that you can throw and stun. And, and I haven't even used it yet, but, um, interesting. The, it's really cool though. Like the club you can, at night you can ignite it with fire and that kind of thwarts the wolves and, and anybody that's coming after you. 
uh, it's just and, and it's all about tribal warfare. And, and, you know, you're part of the Wenja tribe and you build your followers as you there's all those, you know, in Far Cry 4, how you had like different convoys that you can go and attack or right. uh, rescues. The same principles here. You can go in rescue. They and they and you're the tribe members that you rescue get added to your tribe. So right now I have like 33 tribe members right now. And you build a cave for yourself, and then there's other characters in the game that you go and, and do missions for that help build their uh, huts as well. And that's what unlocks a lot of the perks. It's really, it, everything is just very streamlined. I think it's really simple, and it's, it's my game, man. It's perfect. I love it. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm so, so glad uh, to hear Yeah, that. I'm having a great time with it. So, cool, man. Um, let's see, what else? I think that's pretty much it for me, man. Mr. Patillo, nice. how is yeah, the yeah. tour? You've been out. I've been out, yeah, since uh, I guess a week and a half ago now. Um, we are in Vegas. Viva! Viva! <laughs> nice. Where are you staying? My neighbors, my neighbors in the hotel are like, oh, you got to be kidding. <laughs> Must be his first time here. That's right. <laughs> um, we're staying at a new um, hotel called the SLS. I don't know what that stands for. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, it is down by the stratosphere. Sweet. So we're across from the stratosphere, so that's why I put up that picture yesterday. And um, yeah, I totally saw that picture. Thought it was Seattle space. I thought it was too. I was like, it's like I don't understand what this guy is saying. I did the same like, thing. Viva. I was like, wait, Viva, Viva Los Seattle? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So we've been in Vegas. We had um, our last show was in San Diego on Sunday. We had the day off in San Diego on Monday. I rented a car and just ran around. Went to where me and Jenny got married. It was awesome. The weather was beautiful. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then uh, yesterday we came to Vegas. We had yesterday off here, today off here, and then tomorrow we have a show here. Oh, so sweet. I've just been pretty much kicking it with my dad. Me and him been hanging out a lot. Oh, that's right. So, Your dad lives in Vegas, doesn't he? Yeah, my dad lives here. Oh, and that's we, cool. went and saw, we went and saw a race today, the oh, Jesse Owens story. Oh, how was that? It was good. Yeah. It was a little long for yeah. me. But I thought Jason Sudeikis did great. I think the guy that was playing Jesse Owens did great. Um, and it's just a pretty incredible story. You know, anytime... Uh, you know, you see a story where somebody overcomes something, you know, nineteen mm-hmm. thirties America, you know, yeah. whole didn't like Berlin, black people and Berlin Olympics. Yeah, Berlin Olympics, uh under the reign of Hitler. Yeah. Uh so um it was really interesting. It was good. It was like, you know, it's solid. Not, it's not Deadpool. <laughs> which which by yeah, the way, could, I went and could, saw this past weekend. Don't you agree with me? Do not take your kids to go oh, see Deadpool. Oh heck yes! No, do not no take your <laughs> do not take your children. <laughs> no. But you know what? I gotta say, my favorite superhero movie. I mean, I loved you laughed it. the whole time. I loved that movie. I will go see it again. No problem. You can definitely take your kids to go see Race. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Unless you don't want them to hear the N word, because that said a bunch. What is oh, but, what is that um, movie rated? Is that a PG PG thirteen? I actually have no idea. I would have guessed PG thirteen. I think. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. like that's There's not a bunch of cussing in it. Yeah, um, but it was good. Good story. Good acting. Uh, still and, a little and long. True and true story too. So that's it's awesome. Yeah, true story. Yep. So you can kind of go look up stuff about it and find out what Hollywood just made up. Yep. Um, and let's see what else. Uh, shows have been going good. Tours going good. It's tiring. I'm missing. Starting to like. You know, you go through phases like. Oh, okay, baby. I'll see you later. You get on the plane, you leave. You're like, oh man, I'm gonna miss those guys. And then a couple of days goes by, and you're like, man, I really miss my family. And then a couple more days go by, and you're like, 
shoot, man, I really wish I could see those guys. Yeah. And then, so now I'm at the point where I'm like, all right. And you start counting down the days. So it's still like, I think four more days until I get home. I get oh, home next man. Monday. And Brutal. so I'll be home. Right. I'll be home Monday <clears throat> night. So I'll have Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday morning fly to Seattle. And uh, I'll have uh, Stance will pick me up at the airport and just cry in his arms. Nice. That's good. <laughs> Miss my family out, that's good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And yeah, then I'll I know be out what that's like days. being separated. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know how it is. Stacy's on the road. Yep. And so, and she goes on the road a lot longer than I do. Yeah, and, typically. Uh, yeah, she's gone for um, like weeks, isn't she? Yeah, she's typically on a trip. She's typically gone for about three weeks. Wow, man. This is just cray yeah. cray. Ooh, brutal. Just, just me holding down the port. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Be of the animals. <laughs> um, so, uh, so everything's been good. Been playing. Um, I need to dive into XCOM. I keep forgetting I have XCOM with me, <laughs> like on hey, my man, laptop. You've been, you've been so amped to play that game, anyway, man. I know. And they just forget about it. Like I'm like, oh man, I'd love to play XCOM, but I want to set up my PlayStation. I'm like, oh no, wait, it's on my laptop. But I just haven't been playing it. But I've been playing H1Z1 like a man, beast. Man, you are hooked on that, man. Man, it's because I haven't won yet. I've come <laughs> oh, so okay. close to winning. Yep. When I win, it's going to be like when, you know, there's you know, going to be fireworks. Like, Ooh, I, really, I really like that girl. And then he gets the girl and he's like, you know what? She talks a bit much. <laughs> so that's what it's going to be like. It was like after I climb the mountaintop, yep, yep, I'm going to yep. be like, all right, well, this is a nice view from up here. Okay. Anyway, on to the next thing. Yep. And so, um, yeah, so uh been playing that. And I downloaded a game on my i on uh, my uh I almost said iPhone. I was going to say I was blah, like whoa. Blah, on my Android device. There you go. My Samsung uh called Alto's Adventure. Hmm. I think is what it's called. That game is really really fun. Like no premise, but I guess there's some uh what are they? Is a yak a, an animal? Yes. Yes. So I guess you have a, a farm of yaks and they start running down a hill and you got to go get them, but you're on a snowboard and you can do backflips and stuff. But the art is really cool. The sound is great. It's really peaceful. Alto's adventure on Android. It's free. I think it's $3 on iOS. That sounds that, awesome. It is so good. Who like, would think, Hey, let's get a bunch of yaks together. Strap, I have no idea. Strap on a snowboard go <laughs> i don't know i mean these guys are putting more than flonase up their nose if you know hey, what i'm saying think of that and i know <laughs> um, i know something about that that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> go for that heavy stuff yes right yeah that prescription only that prescription only um so where's that syringe uh, that's right baby <laughs> yeah um so anyway been doing that everything's good we need to move on but uh Life is good. It's a little lonely. I'm in a hotel room by myself. Oh man! Last couple nights, but been hanging up with my dad. That's been fun. That's good, man. And been gaming a little bit, and only when I have internet. Like, and then uh, my buddy, one of the guys, he's filling in for our bass player right now. His name's Snoopy, and he is a fighting game guy. Oh, and so he bought just because I I had my PlayStation. Now he was like, oh, I gotta buy you. Um, was it DC Universe Injustice? Oh yeah, injustice. And, and so he's yep. been schooling me in that because wow. I don't play fighting games. No, and he's owned this game for years, but it's been really nice. So I'm getting a little better. I'm still not as good as him, but it's nice to be playing video games and get beat by somebody. Like, because most of the people in my life that I know um, don't play video games. Right. That I would yeah. be on the couch with. You know what I mean? So you're so always nice having to, to like, teach them instead. Yeah. Now, so now it's nice to have some. 
yeah. being taught. It's nice to have some competition and feel like, oh, man, I'm really trying to do something on this game. It's not like playing with my wife. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe you finished before me. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> You're getting so good at this game. I'm not sitting on the controller. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're supposed to play with your feet. So, um, no, you keep playing with your hands. Um, so, uh, that's You're doing fun. great, honey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry exactly yep um so anyway that's it from me uh router you got it i got it brother well let's do it all right Maybe, maybe, Gabe, since you do have your you have your PC with you, you may want to pick up Far Cry Primal because it's out for PC this week. Oh. So that might be an option for you. I don't like playing on this 13-inch screen, I found out. You don't? Well, yeah, because you have well, your setup you know, at home, you, don't you? Yeah, when you're usually, like, yeah, you usually use a separate monitor. Yeah, I can see that being frustrating. And then, like, now I'm, like, feel like an old man. I'm like, what's that in the distance? <laughs> I can't see it. No, and I got headshot. I can't read that text in the menu. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> zoom, 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 double click, double click. Uh, okay, well, then, also, uh, if you want, for the PS4, Heavy Rain is released this oh, week for the PS4. That's a good game. Play that if you like those kind of games. Yes. If you don't like them, don't play them. It's definitely a acquired taste. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, you know, yeah. it's not a blanket thing like adventure games and then there's all kind of, but like Quantic Dream is very one t- style of game. Yep. Yes. And so if you liked Beyond Two Souls, uh, Heavy Rain is really good. I can't remember their other one that they did, but um, it, I loved, I loved uh, Heavy Indigo Rain. Prophecy, I think was the name of it. Mm, I it, didn't play that one. Anyway, yeah, so that's coming out for the PS4. Uh, Mortal Kombat XL for the Xbox One and PS4. I'm assuming is that DLC and probably new characters. Yeah, I would think it's just all that rap because they released like Jason and a couple other characters right, after. Right. Yeah, I think it's like a definitive edition where it has there's a new DLC pack or something, yep. but it also has all the old DLC. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. Like that. Yep. Uh, another one for PS4, Broforce. This actually sounds kind of cool. An action platformer game about action heroes from the 80s and 90s who must slay satanic terrorists and aliens while unraveling an evil plot to destroy the planet. I mean, of course, right? I mean, Broforce. That can't yeah. get any better than that. That actually <laughs> sounds go. really stinking cool. I like that. Yeah, right? Uh, we also have Screen Cheat for the PS4, Xbox One, a competitive split-screen first-person shooter where everyone hmm. is invisible. So players are forced to look at other players' screens in order to win. That oh, sounds just like how we used to cheat. That sounds pretty cool. Back in the 007 days, you'd be like, oh, you're downstairs. And they'd be like, oh, you're not supposed to look at my screen. Yeah, right. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, Alekin's Gun for the PS4, Xbox One. Uh, that's from the Death, of, Death to Spy series, Maximum Games. They... Uh, I saw the trailer for this on YouTube, and it actually looked pretty interesting, so that looks pretty cool. Nice. Uh, the Witch and the Hundred Knight Revival Edition for the PS4. Mm-hmm. And for the Wii U, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD with Amiibo. There it is. Boom. There it is. Yep. Making people's dreams come true. That's right. Amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some charts. Week of February 20th. This is uh, brick-and-mortar stores, U.S. only. Let's do this. Number 10. Black History Month. 
Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 Xbox One. What? Yeah, it's a weird week. So this is, like I said, uh, the week of February 20th. Uh, Number 9, NBA 2K16 PS4. What? Number (laughs) 8, Rainbow Six Siege for the Xbox One. Okay. Number number 7, Project X Zone 2 Brave New World for the 3DS. Number 6, Grand Theft Auto 5 for the PS4. What? I'm telling you, it's weird. Number selling. Yep. Number five, Naruto Shippuden, uh, Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm for the PS4. I just want you to keep I saying have to that say, name. I do like Naruto <laughs> exactly. Shippuden. Those, those are hard. <laughs> I actually really like those games. I played one of those in B. Did you? I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Uh, and this is the second week that it, uh, this has. This would have been the second week it's been out, and it's still in the top ten. So that's it's it's doing something. It's uh, at 124,000 units for the PS4 so far. In two weeks, that ain't bad. Uh, Number four, here we go. Call of Duty Black Ops 3 for the Xbox One. Number three, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 for the PS4. Those flip-flops the week before. So there's this pretty interesting battle between Xbox One and PS4 for the Call of Duties uh, going on every week. Number two, the debut, Street Fighter V PS4. Sold sold 213,000 copies. Wow. Uh, but it was not the number one debut. The number one debut was Fire Emblem Fates for the 3DS. There you go, Nintendo. Man, always. 3DS, these 3DS games keep cropping up, and you're like, huh? But they always, know. They always crack it. 219000 Well, and they're $20 cheaper. They're $20 cheaper usually, too. Yeah, there you go. It's like uh, people nice. who own the Vita. People who own handhelds buy games. They buy yeah. Yes. games. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Typically. <clears throat> Very true. Well, and, because I don't think that the the in the <clears throat> internal memory is the, ever that good, even though it's extended. I know on the on the Vita, but I always felt like buying games because I felt like the cards filled up so fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so, 3DS games you're kind of forced to go out and get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so those are your um, charts. We did have a bit of an oops, which the uh, community collectively uh, addressed, and the tweet that uh-oh. you discussed with Star Wars was actually from. Mr. Matt Lighty and not Scotty Lindsay. That's right. Liddy. Lighty. That's Matt Liddy Lighty. Liddy. Lighty. <laughs> so he had the theory. And I did read the theory, and it is pretty incredible. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like it much either, but it's more of a, I don't think that's how it went. I'm sure it's not, but I like, I'd like to think that maybe one day it would be. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, there, it's there, and, and that's it's fine. It's good to speculate. It is good to speculate. So whatever. Back to you guys. Chris McCracken. Yes, sir. Kick us off, man. All right. So uh, are you boys interested in Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice? Yeah, I do. I think I want to see that. Yeah. I'm semi. I'm like, I want to be excited. Yeah. But like when you see Batman holding a gun, you're like, <laughs> really? Yeah. You're gonna fight. You're gonna fight. You're gonna fight that big old monster with a gun. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's forget all of that stuff. Did you see? Did <laughs> you see logic. the Batmobile in those commercials? Yes. Yes. Sir. Well, pretty soon you can play as that Batmobile in Rocket League. I saw that season in the, Rocket League. In yes, Rocket baby. League for a buck ninety nine, oh. I think you can get yep. it for two bucks, I'm and it's gonna be available crap. on all platforms March twenty fifth. I think I'm going to buy oh, that. I'm so happy about that. I think that. I'm going to buy that. That sounds incredible. I saw that can pop you not, up. right? Yeah, man. I it, mean, you can't not. I mean, yeah. It was always a toss-up between uh, keeping what I had and that Back to the Future car. 
Oh yeah, but I mean the, the Batmobile. I saw Come the Scooby. On. I saw the Scooby Doo mobile on somebody. That must have been what? A, uh, a deal. Yeah, like I saw a, somebody. I think somebody from the community that I played with had that too. <laughs> yeah, I don't so that's, hey, that's a good game. That's a good game. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I'm still Rocket playing League that is game good. every day. Yeah, that's a good game. Mm. Oh yeah, Batmobile, Rocket League. Yes, please. Yes. So yes, the Batmobile. Please. Oh, everybody's going to have that thing. Oh, I know. It's just going to be bats flying everywhere. It's going to be awesome. Who's not going to have it? Yep. I want them to release the uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman's invisible um, <laughs> jet on there, where it's, it's just, just like your character just sitting in, <laughs> in midair. Is that ball rolling that. or is somebody flying and pushing it? I'm not sure. Should I defend? Oh, yep. <laughs> I'll go defend. I'll yeah. go defend. Uh, Everybody would just stack the box. I'm that's not right. moving. <laughs> exactly. I don't know how that's coming down here. <laughs> um. So February's free game. Uh. Oh, those are February's free games. I thought I had March. Ugh. I think those are February. You're on Sorry. the road, brother. You're on the road. You got a free. Know, pa- man. You got a free pass, all, man. Everything's all jacked up. It says February, but I don't remember. Are you in PS Plus or oh, games of gold? I'm looking at, well, I did games with gold last week. And so I was looking for the PlayStation, uh, the PS plus games for, well, I know March. one off the top of my head, bro force, which is the new game that router talked about. That's going to be free for PlayStation plus. Oh, right. sweet. That's okay. Good. Be free. Yeah. yeah. I did not see that, um, but that's awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to grab it. Yeah. So let's see. It's going to be bro force for the PS4 flame war for the PS Vita Gallic Z for PS4. The Last Guy for PS3, Reality Fighters for PS Vita, and Super Stardust HD for PS3. Mm. You know what's funny? That's the list I was looking at, but PlayStation, their, their blog, has it listed wrong. It says February's free games. Uh, somebody got the wrong month. Does it yeah, really? Because I'm on PlayStation's blog and it says March 2016. <laughs> it does? Mine says February. It's so weird. Interesting. Maybe or I'm looking February. at the EU one. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at Ian. Hmm. Weird. There you go. But I'm excited about Bro Force. That was the uh, vote to play. Did you already say that, Chris? I didn't say it was the vote to play, but yeah, it was. <laughs> it just looks awesome. Was, Come on, man. Yeah. 80s, 90s, and satanic oh, terrorists. I'm definitely getting that. We gotta crap. get. The, we gotta get us some of that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um. So a little E3 news. Activision and EA are not gonna have. I booths know. I saw that. What's floor. up with that? They're going to have some games to have booths, but they won't have booths, which I do not like at all. I just don't like, I just don't like change. Are they still, I mean, no uh, offense, Chris. Do you think they'll still do the press conference though, right? I mean, they should do theirs, but like, it seems like a couple, I remember hearing a little bubblings about six months ago about people moving away from E3. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, and doing their own thing, kind of like Nintendo's been doing their direct thing yep. just whenever they want to. And then somebody else did a big who else did the big thing i know sony did one uh they did the experience right that was outside of e3 they've done two of those now Mm -hmm. and so it seems like i think e3 will still hold the biggest news but i hope that e3 doesn't start fizzling out because i just started going (laughs) right (laughs) i'd like to go if i can please that would be awesome exactly all right at least one time yeah seriously right before they quit and be like, hey, no, E3s could be all online next year. You remember when like they were doing the 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 writer strike and the People's Choice Awards was just like Queen Latifah reading off the the winners. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, this is sad. This is the People's Choice Awards now. She's like, um, 
And the winner is <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Y'all chose like, that? I wouldn't have chose that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, so they'll still have some stuff there, but I mean, if you haven't seen it, like the EA booth is right at the entrance and it's huge. And they had everything there. Like they had Star Wars and Plants vs. Zombies and the, I think, FIFA or whatever their thing FIFA is. 16. They're like all there at one area. And it was so awesome. And uh, and I guess it won't be there this year, or Activision. It makes me a little sad. That man, that stinks. I mean, they, I know, it yeah, really it sounds like the, there's clearly a trend that's happening. Is it that it's too expensive to bring all this stuff in? I mean, I don't get it. I don't. I didn't think so. It's like a, it's a trade show basically. So you why? would think it's a drop in the bucket for them, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. So yeah, I saw that and I was like, Dah, I don't like that. So they'll still have like Infinity Ward. Will still have something there um you know the guys that make call of duty but yeah well they'll probably be at one of the either sony or microsoft stage i would assume if if all that stuff continues on exactly yeah if they're gonna reveal the next whatever yeah give us something else uncle brett fan all right so uh have y'all heard of the htc vive oh yeah the vr headset that's uh they're partnered with Valve. I don't know how exactly they're partnered with Valve, if it's just the one that Valve's also going to really tout. But they released uh, pre-orders for it, and they priced it at $7.99. Oh, uh-huh. snap! Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. $7.99? And, yeah, and so the thing with the Vive, uh, I don't know specifically, but there's more components with it. Comes, it comes with two cameras that you go down the floor and it works a little bit differently, so I'm sure in their minds that's how they're getting to a higher price than even the Oculus Rift, which people already were freaking out about. But yeah. like, does this? I mean, does it get your parents back together? Like, if your parents are divorced <laughs> and you buy the Vive, for that much, do they mo- magically get that back together? That's how should. good this thing is. That's what I'm saying. It might not get oh them back in real life, but your dad can go with the virtual mom. Like, hey, here we go. Hey. <laughs> Only I can see her, but wow. she's doing great. Trust me. She Man, never talks back. <laughs> I am. I am just not on this VR wagon. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. So here's the question, though. Here's the big question: the Vive, the Rift, the Gear VR, and so we know the prices for all three of those. I don't think we know the price for the Morpheus yet. Is this time for PlayStation to step in there and like win this whole thing? If they can release it at like four hundred bucks or even at like three fifty, which you know it's it's hard to have it be more than the console itself. Mm-hmm. But like you would imagine, like the connectivity and all that would it's be so the, much easier with a there, console. Man. Yeah, and so I think PlayStation could win this thing if they price themselves right. Because what's the Oculus Rift five ninety nine? Yep. And so, so and that thing's seven ninety nine. I mean, so here's the thing. I think everyone, all the VR companies are are showing their cards now, and Sony's just waiting, waiting, waiting. And I think they're going to come out with something that's very much like that, Gabe. I think you nailed it on the head. It's got to be, hey, you know, you have a PlayStation 4? Great. Well, for 350 you can get a VR headset and, you know, and there's got to be some game that they're probably already have that's kind of like their flagship game to kind of intro everything to no man's sky yeah exactly so (laughs) chris is excited about no man's sky yeah i think so so i think it's this this would be probably like an easy pounce for them if they just they're just they're holding out everybody shows their cards and then boom they'll hit them 
Well, so now all so of the major the- players have have kind of put their cards on the table, except right. for Sony. Right. But Sony has a. They've announced that they're having a PlayStation VR centric. I don't know if it's going to be a press conference or what, but some kind of event being held March fifteenth at GDC. So I would yeah. assume uh, that that's, that's where we'll get pricing yep. and yep, release yep, date yep. and all that stuff. Yep, that's exactly what we're yeah, getting. That makes sense. Oh gosh, that stresses me out, man. I just hope. Like, what if PlayStation freaking drops a bomb? And they're like one fifty. Come get it. No way. Yeah, no, there's no way. No way. I know there's no happen. way, but like, what kind of tech is in there? I mean, Gear VR works really good, and that uses your phone. Yeah. Yeah, but you know Gear VR saying? is like, not. I mean, it's using your phone, so it's only high enough resolution as whatever your screen is. It's also, as far as I understand it, I mean, it, it's dependent on what your screen's refresh rate is as to how right. good it works. I mean, it's it's very. You're kind of like it's like when you get Google Cardboard, which I know that's free potentially, but it's kind of like you. You're okay with the sacrifices because you paid less or you got it for free if it's Google Cardboard or whatever. But when you're paying a lot of money, you want a premium experience. And all these pieces so far seem to be on the premium end as far as components and all that stuff goes. And so as far as components, like, because I don't know how this stuff works. So I'm a, this is my ignorance talking. But like the PlayStation does all the work, right? So well, really, is that just a motion thing and a screen? No, see, on the PlayStation side specifically, it's a little bit unique compared to, like, the Vive and the Oculus Rift. The Vive and the Oculus Rift, as far as I understand it, they rely solely on your computer to power them. So that's why you've got to have the pretty beefy rig to get them to work correctly. But the PlayStation VR, it works off of the the PlayStation's power, but it's also going to come with this almost Wii U-shaped or sized box that you put next to the PlayStation, whatever, that I don't know exactly what's in it. I don't think anybody knows for sure, but everybody seems to assume that's going to add to the processing power yeah. and help power it. Not, and so that not just the PlayStation 4 is doing it. Cause I mean, they're, they're doing a 1080p <sighs> screen. I believe they're doing 120 Hertz refresh rate. I mean, all that stuff Ooh, being wait. pushed through just the PlayStation Ooh. 4, I think would be hard. So it would blow up. It just, yeah. <gasps> so this little box Golly. is, we're guessing is going to help, with the it's the, yeah, power. it's the supplement to it. It's like another, it's like another core or something. It's weird. Mm. Interesting. Speaking, speaking of something kind of like that, uh, Phil Spencer at a keynote um, talked about the Xbox soon being able to have up- upgradable hardware, so there would be no need to launch consoles every few years. Which is weird that it was kind of put that like that, considering consoles don't come out every few years. They come out like every seven <laughs> to eight years, right? Uh, but he said uh, that he wanted to be able to upgrade the thing. So I wonder if that would be like, I wonder if that would put Sony on their heels at all. And I'm wondering like, what besides the hard drive would you be upgrading? Well, see, I saw that story too. And it's kind of, it's hard. You have to kind of guess at what his meaning was, but of course you could either take it as he's envisioning that every couple years you buy stuff to upgrade your Xbox one, or he could mean that every two years they're going to release a new Xbox one. That's slightly better. Because, you know, as, oh, as, as it gets that. older, the prices go down. So, in theory, it would be the same price. Kind of like a phone. How you get right, it. Right. People get a new phone every two years. Right. I, I don't know which direction he was going with that. And I don't really like the... I, I like... I mean, I like it and I don't like it. I don't... I'm fine getting a new phone every two years, but I don't want to get a new console every two years. No, that would be ridiculous. And as big as the Xbox is already, like, if it has to be, like, external add-ons... 
that thing would have to take uh, like sit on a bed or the floor. It's going to be a cabinet like before you know yeah. it. And I don't <laughs> even think that so could huge. happen with the current Xbox One. I feel like they'd have to have at least one more iteration yeah. that had the expandability oh, yeah. built in because you can't even change the hard drive, internal hard drive on it without mm. you know breaking warranty and all this crazy stuff. So right, right. I right. don't know how it's going to go. And then Chris, you two had a, like a little bit of a. Me and you talked about it last week. I want you to air it out a little. You know. He was talking about wanting to the Xbox One and PC to be more closely linked. And we already talked about how people were freaking out about Quantum Break and the yeah. fact that it's not going to be Xbox only. How are you feeling about all that? So I don't necessarily I don't know for sure what Microsoft's game here is. I mean, it's obvious that they want to expose their games to more people and they want to have more avenues to sell their games. That is obvious, and I don't fault them for that at all. But sure. it's kind of, right, and Steam has a huge user base. Yes, Steam does. But see, here's the here's the thing: is Phil Spencer specifically, because you know he's the face of Xbox, he's like the head guy. He's out there talking. He's like, we want to break down these walls and everything. But in a way, he's not doing that because the PC games are only available on Windows 10, and they're only available through the Windows 10 store. They're not right. going. Oh, they're not going the to. They're store. not going to Steam. I no, because they want all the profits for themselves. So it's really more about we want Microsoft's platform to be where you get all your stuff. And he, he said over and over, like, oh, we love Valve because they bring people to, to the games and everything. But if Halo does indeed come to PC, like most people are kind of thinking because they're starting to release all the Xbox exclusives on PC, it's probably only going to be available through the Windows Store. Yep. And you can't fault them, but that's not really breaking down walls. That's... It's Building another one. Yeah, that's making your garden be the walled garden. Right. And one issue that a lot of people were having with the whole putting Xbox exclusives on PC, and I get why some people say that's the dumbest thing. It's a good thing to have that. Why are you against that? But at the end of the day, if you're selling an Xbox and you want people to buy that, there's got to be an incentive for them to buy that. And what incentivizes right. people to buy a Wii U or a PlayStation 4 or whatever, for the most part, other than your friends and where they play, are exclusives. And if your games are available on PC, granted, most people have to have a pretty decent rig to play them. I mean, very it, decent. Uh, it feels like they're stepping their way away from hardware to be just software, which is basically what Microsoft's always been because they're just Windows, you know? Other people make the PCs. That's what I feel like they're doing. Dude, that's, I, I think that is, I think you are spot on, man. I think that is exactly what they're doing because they're. They're catering to what they're the best at, which is software. They're, that's always been their bread and butter. It's never been hardware. But mm -hmm. can we just get all the consoles to be backwards compatible first before we do anything else? <laughs> can, we, can we just do that? Because that would be great because like, if, if he is saying that they're going to put consoles out in a shorter span, then... Like what happens to all the games? Like, are they still going to be compatible? Like, how is all like how no, the, yeah. how's the porting going to work if if they're saying all this? I, in a way, it all makes, I know is go ahead. I would hope that he would watch the 3ds and the new 3ds business and be like, "That's yeah. not a good idea." Right? You know what I mean? Because I barely know anybody with a new 3ds. Well, and and Phil Spencer was saying part of all this spiel about the unified platform and everything. He's saying, "Oh, you know, if we have these upgrades." It's like, it'll be backwards. Like you can play your older games and you can play the newer games. But it's like, but at some point older, like if I have Xbox version one and in two years they do Xbox version 1.5 and that can play certain games or it has a slightly better processor, 
There's more than likely right. going to be games I can't play unless right. they really open it up like PC where you can change every setting and really dumb it down based on your power. Maybe that's the way they're going to go. I don't. That would be too confusing for the regular consumer, consumer though, well, right? See, yeah, see, that's the thing is like, okay, console people, like PC, if you want the most, the best experience, PC is the place to play. It just is. Right, yes. But there are people who like simplicity and they're willing to sacrifice some of that other stuff. So that's mostly the console people. Like I, I play my games on console. Very few do I play on the computer. I just l- like the simplicity of playing it on a console. And I Way agree. Easier. Yeah, I'm right so, there with you. I mean, if you're at, I, I, the idea of upgrades doesn't scare me because I've upgraded, you know, computers and things. That's fine. But I don't want to have to start thinking about like, wait a minute, can I play this game? Nope. Not on the highest settings. Okay. I got to go over here. It's like, that's why I don't play games on PC because you're constantly changing the settings. Exactly. I'm totally fine with having a five, maybe at the high end, like last generation, a seven year lifespan for a console. I'm cool with that Yep. because I know no matter what game comes out during that lifespan, I just pop it in and I'm good. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you, man. I think that's I think that's spot on, and I think the direction that you're you're thinking is is probably spot on for Microsoft as well. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't it's know. It's weird, man. Like I I don't think if anything, this these consoles need to stick around for a little bit. I mean, they can't we can't be seeing PS5s and Xbox One point whatever mm-hmm. you know anytime soon because we're still trying to work out all the kinks from all the games that we're supposed to be getting. Yeah, right. You know, for this generation. I mean, it will definitely be interesting, though, because if if this is Xbox's strategy and they're like, okay, every two, three years, whatever, we're going to upgrade a slightly newer version or a piece that you can add on, whatever. And then if Sony decides to not go that route and stay more traditional, it'll be that'll be the first time it's like, really? okay, here's two. They're in the same space, but they're two different experiences. Which one do you want to go with? That'd be interesting. I think Sony would win. I I think think Sony would win because like parents aren't going to get that. No, it's going to be too confusing for the consumer. Way too that's confusing. Yeah. That's not techie. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. that's the great thing about consoles. Like you were saying, buy the console, play the games. That's it. Mm-hmm. It already got confusing with like PS Plus and Xbox Live when they first got on the scene because mm-hmm. parents were like, wait, so they can or can't play online? You're like, okay, well, on the PlayStation, they can. But if you want the extra stuff, you got to pay. But on the <laughs> Xbox, you have to right. pay to play. And then they're like. Okay, and then PlayStation Switch is like, Mom, can you buy me PS Plus so I can play online? It's like, oh, I thought I bought you a PlayStation so you could play for free online. Well, they changed it. Uh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't imagine what those conversations would be between kids and parents. I think they're hilarious. When, if, if it's interchangeable parts, yep. like, yeah. that would be crazy. Yeah, the but, minute you confuse a consumer is the minute you shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, and I will say mm-hmm. this one last thing real quick, just because I don't want to get any hate mail or anything crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you will. I, I'm totally fine with... Microsoft putting their exclusive, or I like the idea of it opening up and more people being able to play more games. I don't have an issue necessarily with PC getting Xbox games. Yeah. It seems a little weird that everyone would go there. Cause like I said, it almost feels like you need to have something exclusive to your console. So people have a real reason to buy it, but Hey, the more people can play more games, go for it. Play it where you want to play it. Yeah, man. It it all comes down to just playing the games that you want to play. And I mean, you know, I, I, I applaud everyone's passion about it because they take this very seriously and gamers do take their games very seriously. And, you know, if, if something like this happens, you know, there's always going to be a a lot of people that are going to raise a a stink about it. And that's fine. I mean, I just figure out what you need to do. Is this going to be an exclusive to Xbox or is it not? Is it, you know, stick to something and don't, don't kind of flip flop around. 
That's how they started this console generation. Mm-hmm. So why stop flip flopping now? Yeah. All right, I got some. I got some good news and I got some bad news. Which one you guys want first? Bad. bad. Always a bad. Yes. Uh, Uncharted Four is getting pushed back two more weeks. Yep, I got that email. To May tenth. I got that email this morning from Best Buy because I had already pre-ordered it. And you know what? I'm totally fine with that. I really yep, am. It's another two weeks, 10th. fine. It just means it's going to be a better game. When he said, mm-hmm. I got this email, I was like, oh, you friends with Neil Druckmann? He's like, yo, Robert, I just got to tell you, man, we delaying this game. Just we have to push it back. What you think? You think the MTTG community is going to be mad? Yeah. <laughs> um, the good news is that uh, you can go to the PlayStation Store now and download the multiplayer beta and play uh, through the weekend. That's so cool. So you can be playing some Uncharted 4 multiplayer from uh, 9 a.m. on March 4th, Pacific Standard Time, until Sunday, March 6th at midnight Pacific Time. Nice. And for that uh, stress test, you do not have to have PlayStation Plus. Boom. Boom. Shakalaka. So as long as you like have it. access to internet, you can play. You can play it. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. Chris, you got anything else? Uh, yeah, we've got a new PS4 firmware update yeah. on the way. Yeah, I, don't I know saw exact that. Date That's what I hear. Yet, but uh, some of the things that they're going to be adding is friend online notification, which is something they should have had forever. Sure. So when a friend pops on, he'll say, yo, router's online. I thought they had that. They, they did on PS3. They don't right now. It doesn't tell oh. you specifically when a friend, it'll tell you when a friend jumps in a party, but it doesn't tell you just when they come online. Interesting. Gotcha. Um, you can also toggle it to where you can appear offline, so you can kind of play incognito in a way, mm-hmm. which is nice because sometimes you just want to lean back and you know shoot some people in Metal Gear Solid, and you don't want to get friend requests hey, or anything. That's you just it. Want to shoot the things. That's, that's very true. They're gonna have user scheduled events, so you can go on there. You can schedule an event, be like, "I'm gonna play Rocket League this night," and I the way they describe it, I think you can invite other people to let them know that you're no, gonna be doing it. I love that. I love that. They're gonna go. have this thing called play together which is a little weird because i thought they already had this but it says that you can jump in a party and see what other people are playing and easily join their game i thought that I was thought already they had there. something like that too i think it's only specific games though because i know like rocket league i remember it would say join yeah like or something like that when we were in a party right uh, but maybe they're going to try to implement it across the board hmm. they're also going to add streaming uh to daily motion which i've never used that site so i don't know anything about it Sure. And I think the, it's more of a UK thing, right? Daily Motion. I I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. I've never actually used Daily Motion. There you go. But the the last thing and kind of the biggest thing is that they're gonna bring remote play is coming to Windows PC and Mac with yeah. this next update. Oh uh, yeah, I thought. Oh no, we have it with Xbox. Yeah, Xbox can stream to Windows 10 devices, be it a Surface or a PC or a laptop or whatever. But PlayStation is going to be bringing it to Windows uh, and Mac. And I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be through an app. I would assume that app oh, will yeah. be free. Yep. But when the firmware comes out, it's going to enable that on the PlayStation side. And then whenever the apps come out, you'll be able to do that. So on your Windows machine, you can play Microsoft and PlayStation? Yes. Yes. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty ballerific like it's all terrific. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, anything else you want to mention before we uh, get to these questions? Eh, we're pretty good. Nice. There it is. Well, every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was very different. <laughs> Extremely different. Because we didn't. Uh, and we didn't on purpose. It was funny after we got after we finished the episode, last episode with Hall. Uh, 
<laughs> he texted us. He was like, oh, shoot, did we forget to do a question of the week? I was like, yeah, we didn't do it on purpose. We wanted to, you know, just air it out, let it be what it was. Uh, so we're going to hop right to you know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter.com slash MTTGcast. Uh, YouTube.com slash Married to the Games. I think um, Ed's got up some Far Cry. Chris, have you put up anything there recently? Uh, the Runner 2 and the Michonne's Episode 1 were the latest things that I've added. Nice. Uh, and uh, Far Cry is up to Episode 34. Yeah, Ed's putting Gracious. in work, man. Yeah, he's rocking it. And Ed, because we talked about Ori and the Blind Forest, took Ori the Blind Forest from his channel <laughs> that he used to have and has put it on the MTTG channel. <laughs> so you can watch him rage quit. <laughs> this is glorious. Because that's what he did, yeah. Um, so, uh, thank you guys so much for being here and, uh, router. Rate us on iTunes so we can welcome uncle bread fan. Yeah, there you go. I knew you were going to be able to pull it off. <laughs> oh man, you put me on the spot, man. I was sweating for I a know second. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it was coming to me. I was prepared, but yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. You got to be always ready. We might just, we I might just do round robin on that. Thing. not prepared for that. Yeah. This might end up being a round robin thing now. I like that. Yeah, it's gonna be like a pass, a pass coming from Steve Nash. You gotta always be looking out for it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna buddy. be Russian roulette, married to the game style. <laughs> That's right. Wow, I like it. I love it. Let's get into some questions. We're going to start with some email. Daniel, hi. Gentlemen, Halski Forever was one of my favorite podcast episodes of all time. I didn't get a chance oh, to say my goodbyes to Halski, but I wanted him to know he will be missed. Best of luck with the That's little sweet. hall raiser. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to uh, ask. Nice. I would love that. I wanted to ask a question to the dynamic duo. Will Ooh. you be? Will you guys mm. be doing some sort of giveaway for the 200th episode? Also, Gabe, the highlight of my week is yelling, "Oh yes, yes, y'all!" along with you in the car <laughs> while I listen. You stay golden, Pony Boy. <laughs> I love nice. it. I love it. I, I'm assuming funny. we're going to have some giveaways on the 200th. Uh, probably when we get to episode 199, we'll probably discuss it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I think we're going to give away a, a Kia. Yeah, let's do Whoa. that. That sounds great. I'm just kidding. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would Could be amazing. That would be amazing. My dad did a concert and talked uh, one of the uh, dealerships here that he works with into giving away a, a two-year lease. Oh. And they totally did it. And it was like a concert to, there was probably 800 people there. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the best odds in Vegas for sure. Heck yeah. <laughs> just come to this concert and win a car for two years. That's amazing. Yeah, we'll probably try to do something. I we didn't give away anything last time. You gave away shirts. But yeah, we had some shirts. We I, gave away some I mean, shirts. I guess everybody right. got one, so it's not like a giveaway giveaway, like a contest or anything. But we, we gave them away. Yeah. <laughs> it's still I'm a giveaway. <laughs> you gave yeah, away gotta, some pizza and hot dogs. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it, it's our 200th, <laughs> man. We got to do something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll do something. Maybe uh, Hall's Firstborn. Yeah, oh. give away Hall's Firstborn. And here's uh, a handsome gentleman <laughs> to give away his child. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Come on up here, Hall. Yeah, right. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Daniel, thanks for that email. Let's move on to Facebook. Josh Stapleton. This last week, MTT's very own Ed Placencia posted on social media a comment he got on an Unravel Let's Play video. It was a comment from a guy who was sharing his appreciation of Ed's upbeat personality and how watching Ed's videos have helped him through a rough time. 
So did you that guys see that? It was freaking that. awesome. Yes, yeah, it was great. awesome. Um, yeah. Good on you, Ed. So my question is, what was the last thing that has happened in your life that was a, quote, faith in humanity restored, end quote, sort of moment? Man, you know, it, it's, oh. it's honestly, it is things like this. Like, I know we've, we've had several just in the past couple weeks of people emailing in or, or, or just communicating with us how like our this little podcast has really got them through you know a rough period because it kind of just gives them a way to escape from what's going on and you know we're just three dudes mm-hmm. talking here and that that was like it, it was really gratifying like it wasn't it's not a faith in humanity yeah. restored it was just very gratifying it was it was just like i'm humbled by that and i appreciate that and i mean i think it's awesome for me, again, maybe not faith in humanity restored is the context I would say it in. But for me, the most recent thing would be last week's episode because I, I was, you know, being on the outside because I, I was just listening to the shows at that point. And I was wondering, huh, you know, I, I hope that there's a big outpouring for Hall on, you know, his farewell show. Yeah, I hope there's there a lot there of ever, comments man? or a lot of, I was really hoping there'd be a lot of phone calls and there were. And that was really heartwarming to see because... I mean, I'm sure you guys know this even more so, but you probably do something over and over and over and you don't really know, is this really, do people care? Are they, is it impacting anybody? Are they really paying much attention? And then whenever you get that feedback that they are and that they're appreciative, yep. that's, that's very heartwarming. We say that every exactly. week, dude, does anybody care? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, just, it's one of those things where we've just been doing it and it's, it's amazing to, to get the kind of response that, that we've had. And the love that Hall had last week was just awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think the most recent thing that happened to me was uh, our first episode, our first, sorry, our first show of this tour. We had a bunch of picketers out, outside. Yeah, uh, I saw I that picture. picture. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, what and, the heck? and I took a picture earlier in the day and it was like five people. That group grew to about 40 people taking wow. turns yelling at us. But really? Um, but it was really cool because I hate when the Bible is used to yes. condemn people. Yes. And that's what these guys were doing. They're just twisting scripture and making it sound like we were doing something terrible. And, uh, and watching people like calmly walk over and dialogue with these people and not have to yell back and not getting frustrated and mad and yelling and pointing and red in the face. Like these guys were to us. It was really cool to watch like, you know, cause they're yelling at the people in line that's standing outside and people take their kids and like, just talk to them like, okay, where are you coming from? Okay. Well, have you considered this? Have you considered this? Oh, okay. Well, blah, 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 blah. And then one of the funniest things that happened was I went out and watched those guys for like an hour. It just listened to them rant. And cause I'd never really, cause we get protesters a lot, but I've never really paid much attention to what they were saying. Mm-hmm. So I went and listened to them for a little while and they, you know, making whatever points. And then towards the, uh, right before the show started, I was getting off the bus and this guy goes, Oh, Hey man, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, yeah. And, and so I went over and totally had this dialogue back and forth with this other guy that was probably 24 and he was there with his brother. I think it was 27 and he was with those guys, but he was asking me all about music and like just questions about music and, and his, he played bass and, how did he need to do this with the speakers to where it didn't do certain things? And I was able to like really speak into this, this kid and how he did things at his church. And he was with those group of people that were screaming. Huh. And so it was funny because his mom and a couple sisters came over like, what are you doing? And he goes, it's all right. Dad said it's okay. And kind of shoot him. And so it was, it was cool for me to see that. Like, do I think what they're doing is a little indoctrinating? Yes, of course. Of course. But, but is there a light there? 
yeah, there is too. Like the fact that he came over and like opened dialogue with me and just talked and was like, are you with this thing? And I was like, yeah. And he wasn't mad. And we got to talk about it. And I got to be, you know, explain some points. I said, Hey, I don't want to get in a conversation about this, but you guys are saying a couple things down there about Toby in particular that are just out and out lies. Can I just clear those up? I was like, I don't want to take on you guys' whole thing, but let me just clear a couple things up that you guys are getting wrong. Nice, man. And being yeah, able to just to talk to him. And it was like See, a really nice back and forth. And I was like, huh, you know, people will listen sometimes. You know what I mean? It's if you true. Pull somebody away from the crowd and away, away from that fevered pitch that they were, because they were just taking turns, like just tapping each other on the shoulder. And then the other guy would take off. Yeah, blah, 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 you know, and start screaming. So they were really and, getting and it wasn't that like into that. it, huh? Like yelling and screaming. Oh my gosh. Oh, red in the face. I mean, spitting. Unbelievable, you know. man. Yeah. See, that's yeah. what makes yeah, me man. lose my, my faith in humanity. Yeah, ever loving mind. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it really does. But, but that, there's the silver lining right there, which I think is really awesome. Yeah. yeah. So Good I think stuff, that was my man. most recent. Josh, yeah, thanks. Good thanks question. for that. Yeah, it was awesome. Moving on to Twitter at Canadian Rider. Listening to your podcast during vasectomies must be popular. Thanks for getting me through it. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag <laughs> snipped in August. <laughs> Whoa. That's, that's amazing. I love it. That's, that's incredible. So great. I love it. Maybe when I go get a vasectomy, I'll listen to the show. Yeah, it must be go. doing something. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's awesome. Um, at Flowing with Rain, Uncharted 4 delay impressions. For me, it's all right. More time to enjoy the other games and possibly a more polished Uncharted. Couldn't agree more. Not, not mad at them at all. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, have a problem I mean, as long as I can play the game and don't have to worry about, oh, I just fell through the world. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know that update file is going to be like four gigs easily. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely like one of those things where they pushed, they kept pushing The Last of Us back. Yeah, they I did. didn't have very many complaints the, about that game. Yeah, man. Like the more they, hey, you take your time there, Naughty Dog. You just. I wonder. Do you think that it's a marketing strategy that they use? It could be. That they know that they're not going to be finished in time, but they just go ahead and say that date anyway to yep. get people excited. Yep. Because well, oh. it's one of those demand things. Like they know this is going to be like a real popular game, so they're just going to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Oh, we're going to delay it another two weeks because we're not ready. Hey, I yeah. want them. I yeah. want them to be ready. I want them to like. Like when it's all said and done to just take a nice deep breath and be like, ah, oh, it's done. That's what I want from Naughty Dog. Yeah. There you Although go. I will say this last delay in particular, I, if I saw it right, I don't have the story in front of me, but I think they mentioned something about the reason for this delay is so that they could have the worldwide rollout all at the same time. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know why oh, interesting. you gotta wait two weeks to do that. But I think that, that might was be the voiceover in other languages and closed captioning in other languages. Mm, maybe. Yeah, it could maybe. be all that. That could take forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Because I think that's some of the l- last things that they would do. Like, I would guess, you know what I'm saying? That, that like, some of that translation stuff would be some of the later things in the process. Yeah. Yep. Good one. Uh, at I Like Some Games, No Man's Sky for $60, and nobody even knows what the game is about. What do you guys think? So is Chris? that confirmed? I don't know. I don't, I that don't know that that's official. Like, I think that's speculation at the moment, but I will say this. I ain't got no problem with it. <laughs> you're, so you're all, you're all about, about it, right? He can't I, wait. I, I'm interested in the game, but here's the thing. When I, when I look at the, you know, the, the story of the developers and this, how small yeah. team they are and the accomplishment, and if it truly is expansive and can just go on forever, now, will I want to play forever? Who knows? I may hate the game. Yep. But I'm intrigued enough, and the fact that it can just go on forever and, and all this other stuff, I, I'm fine playing that. Like, when The Witness came out a couple weeks ago, or last month, whenever it was, and people kind of flipped out about it being $40, I 
but so many people are not only enjoying it, but getting like 50, 60 plus hours out of it. Oh, yeah. My my buddy's doing that, too. He's gotten like 400 out of the 600 puzzles done already. He and his wife, he and his wife are doing it. That's how amazing this is. And and I don't even really? necessarily think that a game has to be long to justify no, no. XYZ price. But no, not at all. I, I think it's I mean, I understand everybody's situation is different. So, you know, your your pocketbook is your pocketbook and you have a right to not want to pay whatever price and whatever, but pocketbook. Yeah, pocketbook. Your money clip, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> your man that's, purse. That's what, my, that's what my grandmother used to call it. That's Yo, just man, funny. Leave my purse alone. <laughs> Let me reach down to my pocketbook. But I mean, I'm I, I I don't know. I can usually tell if I'm gonna like a game and if I purchase it, I mean I judge right then if the price is worth it. If I feel like I'm gonna enjoy the game, usually I'm fine with the price, unless it's you know, two hundred dollars and all right, I get of is course. a three hour game. Well that yeah. might be a little ridiculous. Yeah, I'm exactly. I mean I uh I've I have not been, I, I'm with you on the developer side. I love the story. I love the, the imagination and the genius mm-hmm. behind these developers. It's just not my cup of tea. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not really excited for it at all, to be honest. And I get that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, because that's just not my style of game. But I, like, I, do I appreciate it? Absolutely. I think we need more guys and more developers like this to be, thinking outside the box and, and doing whatever we can to continually push great games. So, man, have at it. That's awesome. I'll probably get it on PS Plus when it's free, maybe. There you go. <laughs> In a year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Good question. At Vault Girl. Oh, Haley, here we go. Will you guys be joining in the fun of Hashtag The Division with us? Ooh, I, want, I think I want I, to. I, I think I'm on the road, though. Isn't it come out next week? Uh, yeah, it comes out, I think, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, I think. Ooh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm still on the fence with it, too. I, I, Tuesday? Oh. Not a Friday? I'm no, pretty sure it comes Tuesday. out the 8th, which is next Tuesday. Yeah, I think Weird. this is this is one of those. Like, we're still going to have the Tuesday releases. Like, they're slowly rolling in the, the Friday ones. So we're still going to have Tuesday and Friday releases. But, like, the oh, Division's been around how many years now? Four, five, so. Yeah, 19. I th- yeah, I, so I think uh, I think they're going to stick with it and honor the Tuesday release. So, yeah, I don't know about, I, like, it looks great. Like, I, I'm just like. Chris, oh. you played it. What do you think? Uh, okay, so here's the deal. I'm probably going to get the game, but I'm not really all that sold on it. Just okay. from the beta. The, the main reason I'm probably going to end up getting it is because. Since I don't really play Destiny anymore, I miss playing games with my buddies and all my friends that play Destiny. They're all getting the division. division. Yeah, so right. I want to get it, That's but there's things about it that make me nervous. Because in Destiny, if you walked away from the game for a while because you were playing something else and you came back and it had been like a month or something, you know your buddies may be a higher level than you, and but you could still get into a lot of activities and they could kind of help you along and help you level up. But in the division, at least in the first round of the beta, I didn't play the second round, so I don't know if this changed. But like to go into the dark zone, you had to be the exact same level as your team. Otherwise, you couldn't go in with them or they couldn't go in with you. Oh, man. And that I just stinks. feel like if I'm playing all these other games and I go, walk, go away for two weeks and come back and everybody's six levels above me, I'm going to be dependent on them helping me along. And if they can't or they don't want to, I don't want people obligated to do that. Yeah. I'm just afraid I'm going to get left behind so quick. And then I'm going to be sitting here with a game that I can't really play. Cause I will say this in the beta, I didn't really enjoy playing it by myself. I really enjoyed playing with my friends. 
Yeah, there you go. But by myself, I got bored after, you know, 30 minutes with it. Yeah, it's kind of like Evolve was like that. Remember, Chris, when we were yeah. playing the Evolve beta and that was really fun when it was us playing it. But then, like, when you play it by yourself, it's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> but see, the weird thing is I'm not really sure why I didn't enjoy playing alone because I played Destiny a lot of times by myself because there was many things you could do solo. And there was a lot of stuff I really enjoyed and I would play for hours by myself. But for some reason... Now, granted, it was only a beta. Maybe when I buy, if I buy the real game, I'll absolutely love it. Who knows? But mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm scared that I'm not going to want to play alone, and then I'm going to get left behind really quickly. Yeah, I so. can see that. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I want to jump in, but I'll be on the road, and internet out here is just. I can't imagine it's too you'd shoddy have a, a whole to try lot of fun to, yeah. with that. Exactly. And I still am not sure. Are, so, does it have like a campaign or a story? I, I don't, don't still don't think even so. Know. I didn't think so. I have so. no idea. I haven't. I haven't yeah. played hide nor hair of it yeah i don't know either good question though Haley. Yeah. i want to be out there with you girl yeah that's right uh final question here from at uh h-o-f-n oh at hofen show h-o-f-n-s-h-o that's what you get show whatever do you enjoy games with different endings yeah i do like i do like i do like it i did that for far cry 4 like i did a quick save right before I knew like where the ending with uh, Pagan was, and that way I could do all the different um, endings for him. It's kind of it's kind of fun. What about you, Chris? You know what? I've never really thought about it. I guess I do because I, I like the idea of feeling like the choices and the directions and the things that I did could lead to a pers- more personal outcome. Oh um, uh, yeah, but I, I never like I, I know there'll be a few games, for instance, like The Walking Dead on the Telltale. I knew I played it one way and then I was like, okay, that was awesome. Now I'm going to play it a second time and I'm going to pick the different choices. And I got maybe a quarter of the way through and I was like, nah, never mind. I'm good. I'll just look yeah. up on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm that's not a, doing that. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I enjoy different endings. Like, if I'll pick my ending and then if, like, if, if I didn't save it beforehand or if I have to play the whole game again, I'm just going to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You know what's weird? I don't I'm on the fence with different endings. I understand it and it completely makes sense to me and I see why people would love it. But there's something about me that loves community so much and talking about one thing. Yeah. That I like that. I, that's the only thing I don't like about different endings. If I play something this way and I get this ending, then me and you can't even enjoy the ending together if we right. want to conversate about it. Like my buddy, like me and Hall got completely different endings on uh Dishonored. And then I think one of my buddies that I let borrow it got a different ending too. So we couldn't really relate past a certain point on the game. We're talking about like two separate games. Well, you know, and Hall's style was to go in and just shoot them up and kill them all. <laughs> yeah, and Deadpool. Exactly. And your style and my style is, you know, stealth. And because uh, I, exactly. I did the same thing, I got the good ending with Dishonored too. I don't think Hall did because he just went in guns blazing, as he does. Right. He was like, all these rats are following me around. And it made the it made the game like so different that we couldn't even really talk about the game because number one, uh his because of those rats and everything, it made his gameplay completely different than mine. Well, it changed you know his, I mean? his his typical gameplay. Yeah, it changed the whole thing. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, but so you know I, what? I'm he on still the fence. loved it. I understand it and I get it. Yeah. Like he's like when we when we talked about Dishonored Two uh, when they had mentioned it at the Beth- Bethesda press conference, he was excited for it. So, I mean, he'd probably still play it. Yeah, it's true. Interesting. Good perspective, though, it's man. True. I like that. Like, being able to to cohesively talk about a game and not having all these different Yeah, it's, 
the little devil's advocate for it, but it's all good. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks everybody well, for thank all the you questions. Guys so man. Much. It was awesome. yeah. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Um, Chris McCracken. Yes. How do you feel, man? First episode down. Welcome, sir. I feel a lot better now that my mic is still currently on. <laughs> you, came, you came in crystal clear, baby. Crystal clear. Yeah, man. I love it. Oh, man. So the question of the week for you guys is, are you struggling to get through a game right now? And if so, what is it? I know sometimes I definitely hit slumps where like, I'm really enjoying a game. And then maybe I go play this game over here for a second and forget about this game over here. And I'm going back to it, I'm like, oh, shoot, man, I got to go finish that game up. Um, I think that's in the back of my mind where XCOM is because like I'm playing XCOM, playing XCOM. And then I was like, oh, I brought my PlayStation out. and My buddy wants to play DC Universe, you know, Injustice. And that's been really fun. And then, oh, Stancil said we should go play H1 for Ooh, a little bit. Distraction, distraction, really distraction, oh, baby. My phone's right here. Yeah, I'll play Alto's Adventure. So do you guys have, Router, do you have anything like that yeah, in your just, life right now? I just did with Fallout 4, man. I couldn't go back to it. Like I was, I was done with it. I did some Fallout 4, went to Rocket League, then came back to Fallout 4, then did Rocket League, then did Rocket League, then did Rocket League, then did Rocket League. <laughs> and I, then I'm like, and now Far Cry Primal's out. So Far, you're not so, going back. But yeah, Fallout took it, took it to the curb. And yeah, then he's going to go to Rocket League and play in the Batmobile it's and exact, then Rocket dude, League. <laughs> trust me, like I, I said last week, like after I'm done, like my, my little gaming session, I usually give myself a, a, an amount of time in the morning. And when I'm done with Far Cry Primal, I still go in and get a Rocket League game in. Always. I love that. And I think in the back of people's minds, there must be something that you don't completely enjoy. Because I remember like days, especially in high school, where you're like looking at the clock like, can we freaking get out of class right, already right, so I can right. go home and play this game? And I feel like that's how the Uncharted games are. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something about XCOM. Maybe it's because it's really hard. But yeah. there's something about this not like making, like drawing me back. Like, come on, man, you got to. You know, you got to play this like like The Last of Us was or, you know, something like that. And so I wonder if Fallout for you and even with The Witcher 3, even though I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You maybe because I was doing so many side missions that I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere in the story, really. And so I just kind of stopped playing it. Maybe that's Fallout for you. What about you, Chris? You you got anything like that? If the context of the question is, do you find it difficult to get back to a game like cause difficult wanting to get back to a game? Then. I don't really run into that because I just don't care. <laughs> I mean, at the end <laughs> yeah. of the day, the like, question at, really is like, are, moment, are you struggling to get through a game? Like where there's a game that's like just constantly on your backlog and you've started it maybe three or four times or you've started it once and you're into it, but it's just hard to move the needle. Uh, there'll, there'll be games that are hard to move the needle because they get difficult. Like for instance, right now I'm, I'm back in Metal Gear Solid five and I crossed over kind of the first act of the game and I'm at about 50% and the missions are getting much more difficult. I'm having to do ones that are on extreme difficulty and all these other things. So in that sense, yes, but I never have the issue. Like I don't even have anything I consider a backlog at any given moment. I'm playing the game that I want to play at that moment. And I don't beat myself up because, Oh, but I haven't gone back and played borderlands anymore. It's like, I don't, I don't, (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I feel like too many people almost, they, they feel it's like a a rite of passage or or like somehow they're better. Like, Oh yes, I finished all these games and I purchased. And and I understand if you make a purchase, you probably want to 
see your money's worth oh, and, sure. and you want to play your game. And that's cool, but I just don't like seeing people beat themselves up because they haven't gone back to game X when it's like, you know what? If that was the game you wanted to be playing, you'd be playing it right now. So don't just enjoy what you're playing. Good, man. Yeah. So I don't I ever like let it. myself worry too much about getting back to a game. If I do, I do. If I don't, then it wasn't meant to be. There you go. I love I that. Like it. Beautiful. Well, let us know, guys, what games are you maybe struggling to get through? What's What game is hard to move the needle on right now? Uh, and maybe why, if you even have a reason. Uh, and that's it. I'm your boy, Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Chris freaking McCracken. And we are married to the games and we are up out this thing. Peace.